and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Do you find yourself caught up in the rat race of taking care of everyone else, but putting yourself last by neglecting your own health care? You may even feel burnt out and worn down from giving 100% of yourself to others, your family, your work, and even the upkeep of your home that you feel you have nothing left to give to yourself. You strive to eat healthy, but you find yourself running through the drive-thru to satisfy your craving for salty french fries. You may even be the mom who needs four cups of coffee to get through the day, but I bet you're not drinking it black. You're probably putting the good stuff in there, all the sugary sweet stuff. Or you may be like me when I had toddlers calling my mother-in-law in the middle of the day and asking for something stronger a (laughs) Coca-Cola. I know what it's like to not prioritize my health and so desperately wanting to look better in a bathing suit. And my guest on the show today does too. She is a registered dietitian and weight loss coach who knows firsthand what it's like to juggle all the mom responsibilities and desire to feel good in her skin. She's also a fellow podcaster at the Baby Weight Nutritionist podcast, where she coaches women to lose weight and feel comfortable in their own body, even while having little to no time. Today, we're going to get her advice on how to prioritize our health as busy moms to lose weight and feel better, both mentally and physically. Let me introduce you to Kristen Norega. Hey guys, thanks for having me and Lisa. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I am excited to have you on the show today. Well, on my podcast, we typically talk about decluttering, home maintenance, and good habits. And your podcast fits right into this because as moms, we need to have good habits in the maintenance of our home so we can actually get to our personal self-care. So I really am excited to talk to you about self-care, taking care of ourselves as moms and prioritizing our health more. So can you just tell me a little about yourself, your family and your mission with your podcast and your business? Yeah. So I'm Kristen Noriega, registered dietitian, nutritionist, mom of four. My oldest is seven. My youngest is seven months. I'm a military spouse. My husband is active duty army. And we're actually this, this summer we're in Virginia for four months. We just got here. We're moving to Germany in August. So like my life is full of transitions. Um, I am a weight loss expert and I always feel like I have to throw out this disclaimer. It's weight loss in a sustainable, healthy, realistic way. Nothing icky or gimmicky. Like, I just feel like I have to always say that it's like, this is legit stuff. And, um, 
So I just, I like to help women lose weight and feel comfortable in their bodies, especially moms in particular, I said women, moms, but it's really my mission. God has given me my children and he's given me my body and my background and everything that I have so that I can help moms feel better in their bodies right now with everything you've got going on. Like literally you should see me and Lisa recording this. I'm in my car because my kids are inside with my husband. There's a toy coming out of my ear. You can see all the car seats. Like I'm living this life right now and I can show you how to feel your best right where you are with everything you've got going on. Well, that makes me super excited. <laughs> Let's dive into the questions that I have for you. So I know that you, your podcast is called baby weight nutritionist and any mom, whether her child is four or 14 probably has some leftover baby weight. We don't have those flat tummies anymore. We have where our uterus has, you know, expanded and we have that little bump now that we all want to focus on. And we're trying to embrace it, right? So we're busy moms. And some of us might be moms that are, that have young babies or toddlers, but I know you're probably, this is probably going to help a lot of moms in general. So as a mom feeling secure about her own body and wanting to lose weight, what is the very first thing you advise her to do? Like she's, she's looking in the mirror. She's not feeling secure about her body, what is the very first step or first thing that she should do? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I like how you said, you know, moms of any age really are going to relate with having baby weight because this isn't what I'm not, I'm not talking to the woman who's specifically three months postpartum, six months postpartum. It's all of us who are like, dude, I got some weight that I got to get rid of. You know, I had my babies and I just don't like this. I'm not good. I don't feel good. So the very first thing I would suggest, I mean, of course, this is what I do is I want to say like a million things, but the very first thing is to just make the next best choice. Don't worry about everything you've already done. Don't worry about what you quote have failed, what you have tried and, you know, your friend did and just let all of that go. Don't worry about any of it because it's not going to serve you moving forward. What you've got to do is just make the next best choice. So as you're listening to this right now, what is the next thing you can do that is a more healthy behavior? That is a that is something that's going to get you closer to the woman you want to become. So that might be take a drink of water and put the Coca-Cola down. It might be, dang, just stand up and stretch and move your body a little bit. Go on a five-minute walk. That might be your next best choice. I, I absolutely love that. I love that you made it so simple. It wasn't, you know, do this research or, um, commit to fasting for, you know, 24 hours, or I just love that it was very practical and basically whatever comes to mind, whatever's right in front of you. Like while you were saying that, I was like, Ooh, I'm going to stretch. <laughs> Yeah. So, so really being in tune, maybe, maybe you're, what you're saying is being in tune with our bodies and whatever comes to mind at that point, just acting in it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. We don't have to sit around and hum and haw and do the research. Like you're saying, um, 
and try to just, you know, if we're thinking, okay, I want to get healthy. And then we get on Pinterest and then we start looking for recipes and workouts and, um, oh, well the habits and, oh, but, but my sister did, um, keto. And then you just go down this rabbit hole and you've done nothing for 45 minutes when you could have, you know, got up, eaten an apple, got taking your kids on a walk and bam, you have made two healthy choices. You moved your body and you ate some fruit. I love that. So it's really retraining our mindset, you would say? Yeah. So mindset is definitely something that I work with my clients on. You've got to break through the diet culture barriers. So diet culture is something that all of us, our our generation, we grew up in the thick of diet culture. Our parents, our moms, are the women who have influenced and shaped us in particular, they were subject to diet culture. And so they were dieting. They were following the Atkins diet in the 80s and 90s. And they were doing all these things and watching that and doing that and waiting for the day we were supposed to start our first diet and knowing that, you know, our bodies are flawed and all of these things. And, you know, it's not our those women, our, the influencers in our lives, the, our moms, it's not their fault. They were doing their best. And now it's our, our, our turn to do better. So we get to break through that diet culture mentality and we get to really just change the whole story. We get to live this life where our bodies are strong. Our bodies are capable. We have all the time we need to take these steps to get healthy and feel better without falling into diets and other just really negative, restrictive patterns and behaviors and thinking. I love that. I love everything that you said, because it brings me to a conversation I was having with my daughter just yesterday, or maybe the day before yesterday, where she has a little friend who has, I mean, she's only 13 years old and she has a friend who always compares her weight to my daughter's weight. And it really frustrates my daughter. And she, she knows that her friend is beautiful. And I told her, I said, it's probably because her daughter has heard and been influenced by her mother's behavior of, you know, being worried about her weight and hearing her complaining and wanting to lose weight and, and just the struggle of that. And I told my daughter that from the very beginning, when, because I had a mother who was like that as well, she would starve herself and then eat junk food and then starve herself and then worry about her weight. It was just like this ongoing battle. And I decided 13 years ago when I became a mom, that I, that was something I did not want to instill in my daughter. And so I never talked about weight. I never talked about losing weight or I'm too fat or I'm whatever, all the negative words that are associated with weight loss. And I really disciplined myself never to speak in that manner, but I always focus on and prioritize my health. We have always had a gym membership or we've always been active. We've always done sports and we've always eaten really, really good food. We've always made fruits and vegetables available. So I've seen the patterns of mom's having this, these open conversations with their, their children about their own weight loss struggles. And I I think it's so important, like you said, for us to break that cycle of weight management being a negative thing and it more being like a lifestyle, like you are saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So I, I love that you made that decision 13 years ago and you had the wherewithal and the forward thinking to do that. So many of us out there have just, <clears throat> we haven't seen the light. So many of us haven't been there yet. So I can think back to like college when I was stuck in restrictive, you know, restrictive exercising, over-exercising to compensate for a night of drinking or a night of whatever it was that, you know, I just felt guilty about. And so I, like you, don't want that for my kids. I don't want that for my daughters, especially my two daughters. And I can think of my, one of my recent clients, she was, she has this very extensive history of dieting. She's tried every single diet you could possibly think of. And her, one of her main goals for working together was she didn't want that for her daughter. And so we worked on her mindset. We worked on her verbiage around foods. Even it goes beyond even just the body. You know, you can, okay, so you maybe you can say, okay, I'm not going to talk negatively about my body. That's a wonderful. That's so good. And, but you can even take the next step, you, whoever, you know, not just you, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> the next step would be, talking about foods and so if you think about how you talk about foods that really like weeds into the mindset you know if you think of candy and you say you can't have that because it's bad you can't have bad foods you had too many bad foods then that just puts it on a pedestal yeah and then all these good foods those are the things that mom's trying to shove down your throat <laughs> And that puts that in a negative light. So really having to work on that terminology and figure out how to mesh those. That's what my client did. And so now she sits down with her daughter and they have carrots and hummus together and they have all these wonderful things. And it's not an icky health food type diet, like gross thing. It's like, this is their new norm. And it's it's just, it takes a lot of intention and you got to catch yourself every once in a while. Even in my house, we'll find ourselves saying, oh, you know, well, we, come on, eat some good foods for once. And then it's like, oh gosh, back up, back up, take breath. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that. Well, speaking of discipline. Okay. So you have this mom who is ready to get started on a plan, so to speak, mm -hmm. not a diet. It's you know, but like a plan she's, she set her intentions. She's like ready to do the thing, but she's lacking the motivation and mainly the discipline. I know with habit training that people just lack discipline in general. So what do you think? Like we talked about mindset, but what do you think her number one problem is why she is resistant to overcoming this, this obstacle and like being motivated and just like doing the thing. What do you think her number one problem is? Do you feel like she doesn't know what to do or she doesn't have a clear direction or she doesn't have the accountability? Like what is her number one problem? Why, why she can't stay motivated and discipline herself to stick with the plan? That's a really good question. I think that a lot of us could figure out what to do. We have Google on our phones. We have 24 hour access to what to do and how to do it. You know, you have any, any perspective and any sort of expert out there telling you, you've got to do it this way. And if you do it this way, you're going to have results. And you might, you probably will. You know, like I threw out keto diet earlier. If you can follow it to a T, if you can build the habits, if you can do all the things that you were just talking about, sure, you might have success. But 
we fall into perfection paralysis. And I think that's one of the biggest things combined with time restraints. So for moms, we don't want to do it wrong. We don't want to, you know, set ourselves up for failure and go buy all these healthy foods and then not eat them, waste money and waste time. So fear of doing it imperfectly keeps us stuck. And time constraints. We feel like as moms, we're swamped. We have toys coming out of our ears like I do in my car right now. Literally, you guys should see this. <laughs> we have kids bouncing off the walls. We have obligations. We have church we want to get to. We have, you know, endless things to do and no time. So when we feel like it's going to take a lot of time to cook all these healthy meals with all these ingredients, I can't get to the gym for 60 minutes every day. I'm not going to do anything. I can't do it. I can't do it perfectly. That's where we get stuck. We get real stuck in that black and white thinking. But whenever you can find your gray area in the middle, that's where you build the habits. That's where you find the discipline because you know, I'm just going to make these real small changes. And these small changes are going to com com compound over time. And they're going to add. And every single step, every single next choice that I make is going to get me closer and closer and closer to that vision I have for myself, that healthy, strong, happy woman who has energy to chase after her kids. All of the little tiny habits, the small changes, the gray area in between, in between nothing and 60 minutes of working out, between nothing and the greenest meal you've ever seen. The area in between is where you find your success. I've never heard someone say the gray area is okay. It's always like, okay, this is black and this is white. There, the, there's no gray area, but I love how you're giving women permission to live in the gray area and that they will find results in the gray area. We always think there's only results in the black area, which we're doing. <laughs> My husband is one of those people who is like, it's all, either all or nothing. I am a person who lives in the gray area most of my life and I'm okay with that. But I have a lot of friends and especially my husband that they set out to work out five days a week. If they miss a day, then they're like, okay, the whole week is, you know, shot. I'm not going to go. I'm going to start back on Monday. I am not a Monday starter. <laughs> I am a 6am starter or a 5am starter every single day, or actually I'm a right then starter. If it comes mm -hmm. to mind, I'm just disciplined like that, but I do find a lot of people that are either black or white. So thank you so much for giving moms the permission to live in the messy middle and the gray areas of their life. So, all right. So, you know, us moms, we feel responsible for everything in our home and we feel responsible for our families and what our families are doing. We're running kids here and there and everywhere. We're homeschooling maybe, and our personal self-care is the thing that is usually neglected, which typically includes working out, eating healthy, getting enough sleep. That's one thing that I struggle with myself. So how can moms prioritize their health in a way that fits their busy lifestyle, especially for people that this does not come easy to them? So for one, I would suggest, you know, be the type of mom that you want your kids to see, that you want your kids to become. You know, if you want to be the mom who takes your kids on walks, who works out in front of your kids, who shows them that working out or healthy eating or self-care is a priority, 
because you want that for them down the road, you've got to live it. If you're not living it, they're never going to do it. You've got to make the decision now for yourself and for them. Like I, I really wholeheartedly believe that if we try to think of our self-care in this tiny little nutshell, if we think of our health in this nutshell that has to be accomplished while the kids are asleep or while the kids are at school, it's not going to happen. You've got to be able to integrate them into the, the, the story. They're a part of the story and they don't, they don't sleep as much as you want them to, dang it. So you've got to <laughs> figure out how to do it while they're awake. So stop right now. Stop thinking you have to cram your workout into the short time period when baby's sleeping, when toddler's sleeping, when your kid is at pre-K, whatever it is, your kids can see you work out. They can see you get into the kitchen. They can help you in the kitchen. They can go grocery shopping with you. They can sit on your phone and do your grocery order with you. So by involving them, you're going to find that it's a little bit easier to find some self-care, right? Of course, we want our own, our, like our, you know, time to ourselves every once in a while, of course, absolutely find that, figure that out. But right now, what I'm really good at is helping my moms figure out how to do it with the kids coming out of their ears. So your workouts, you can do a 10 minute workout. You can have your kids try their best right next to you. And inevitably you're going to have to pick somebody up. But when you come at it from this positive light of, all right, well, now I have a weight. Now I have a 32 pound weight in my arms while I'm trying to do this. My toddler is now my weight and we're just going to dance and we're going to squat and we're going to make this happen. It's so much more freeing. Putting up the roadblocks makes you feel like you're in that all or nothing and it's either happening or not. But the gray area includes the kids. It includes the messy and you just got to go forward with it. And so that self-care, it can be getting more berries with your meals. It can be choosing higher quality foods if that's your priority right now. It can be just dang, just sitting down and stretching a little bit with your baby crawling all over you. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. So I'm not sure that that entirely answered your question. Oh, that did. Okay. (laughs) That was perfect. And I loved it because in my podcast, it's, we really focus like on the heart of being a mother and how we want to provide just this really wholesome home of training good habits in our children. So I love how you focused on incorporating the kids and setting the example for them, because that in itself can be a motivator for moms. You are leaving the legacy for your kids. And like my mom struggled with her weight and, you know, an unhealthy weight loss, I want to establish a really good pattern of behavior for my kids. And so doing it in front of them, doing, not waiting for the nap time when your workouts interrupted because they don't sleep the entire time that you're expecting or not staying up late to get in your personal time because you actually need to go to sleep. Um, my husband actually told me the other day, he's like, I was listening to a podcast the other day and it said that we actually lose weight while we sleep. I was like, okay, well, I need to get more sleep. (laughs) So you answered it perfectly. I think it pulls on our heartstrings a little bit as moms, and it gives us the motivation to actually be disciplined to do this. So I know you have mentioned your clients and you do private coaching with your clients to help them lose weight. What does your framework look like? And what do you offer to your clients to help them actually lose the weight? 
Yeah. So I actually mostly do just group program. I have like every once in a while there's an exception, but I generally try to get all of my clients into my group program because it's so fun. It's really fun when you're in there with other women who are living in the chaos with you and trying to navigate all these things. So what, when you get in, what I'm going to walk you through is working on your mindset. So I have this whole mindset framework. I'm going to give you time-saving tactics so that you can get it in throughout, you know, everything you have going on. So you can work all of your health into the cracks of the day. So Lisa can help you figure out your day better, but I'm going to help you shove this stuff into the cracks because it all takes a lot of effort to, you know, streamline your day perfectly. I think that's so much harder than it is to just shove in a little five minute workout. Right. (laughs) So we're going to get your time saving tactics in. You're going to find your food freedom. That is so freeing when you get to the, you leave diet culture behind and you find food freedom. I have a simple meal method where I walk you through how to visually plate your meals so easily. So it's S-I-M-P-L-E. And it's so easy. It just becomes habit. You look at your plate. Does it meet the S? Does it meet the I? Does it meet your M-P-L-E? And we're never shooting for for perfection, by the way. We're shooting for 80%. 80% a solid B. And you're going to lose the weight. You're going to feel your best. So I'll teach you that. And then we walk through the LLL movement model. So LLL cracks me up. It's for live, love, and level up. (laughs) Live, love, and level up. And you're going to build habits. I walk you through how to do some habit pairing exercises. And it's just super comprehensive. You're not going to ever feel like you don't have an answer. You have me in your pocket pretty much the whole time. So that's what I provide for my clients. And it's just, it's, it's life changing is the way one of my clients recently said it. Another one, she said, it's gentle and it's not what I ever expected it to be but it's something that I so needed in my life. (laughs) I love that. Well, Kristen, where can people find that program? Well, where can people find you and the program to get started with your, I'm not sure what you call it, but your program, your weight loss program. I should probably tell you what we call it, right? We call it the (laughs) baby weight loss blueprint. So you can find me on Instagram at babyweight.nutritionist. You could go listen to my podcast, which is the baby weight nutritionist, where there's a lot of fire coming through that podcast. I mean, you can get um, workouts there. You can get snack ideas, meal ideas, easy tips and hacks as long like, and some real deep conversations on body image and, you know, just loving yourself. Um, So Instagram podcast, you can go find my freebie the baby weight starter kit, that would probably be a really, really good place for you guys to start. So go to bit.ly slash B W starter kit. So that's my baby weight starter kit. It's a five day challenge and it's going to get you on the right track, making the next best choice, starting these habits and making the choices that are going to get you closer to the woman you want to become healthy, happy, strong, confident, loving your mom life. 
Okay. And we'll put all of those links in the show notes so you can find them. Well, thank you, Kristen. This has been so encouraging. I know a lot of moms are going to benefit from this episode and they're going to be contacting you because we all are carrying around that baby weight that we're ready to get to get to banish from our life. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, friend. And I'll see you soon. Thanks, Lisa. What a great conversation I had with Kristen today. I love connecting with people that challenge me to be a better version of myself every day. And I love following Kristen's tips on her social media because she gives me the inspiration to move, take care of my body right in the messy middle of my mom life. And speaking of challenges, I wanna invite you to join us in the Habits at Home Facebook group for our three-day Clear the Clutter Challenge, where we're gonna be tackling your email inbox. It starts on July 1st, and it's for three days. You know that closet door that you keep closing and avoiding? Well, I know some of you keep avoiding your email, and it's one thing that it's easy to look over and to just not pull it up and look at it. Well, we are gonna be clearing it out so that you can actually use it to your benefit. So go on over to habitsandhome.com slash community to join the challenge today. All right, friends, I'll see you over in the Facebook group.